Hello and welcome LinkedIn community. We are thrilled to have you here today. And I know we're hearing a lot of you are shocked and some even appalled about our topic today, which is social selling is dead. Long live the cold call. Welcome to Making Sales Social Live, as we share LinkedIn and social selling training, strategies, and tips that will have an immediate impact on your business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, every week, Making Sales Social Live. This is the recorded version of our weekly Making Sales Social Live show. I am so excited to do this with you today, Gunnar Hood. How are you, my friend? I am fantastic and uh, glad to be here with you. It's a uh, it's a topic we hear a lot about from people. We get a lot of questions about, so I think it's time we addressed it. Yeah, and and you know what? I just think that we have a responsibility to be honest with the community, to let them know how important it is to understand this perspective. So let's get started. I'm going to throw out some ideas and then I'd love to hear your thoughts around them. Sure. So traditional cold calling has a long history in many industries and it is a popular vintage approach. While social selling has shown significant ROI in finding, engaging, connecting, and even starting conversations at a high level of credibility, we really need to reconsider using it and focus much more on the smiles and dials. What are your thoughts? I mean, when you consider the fact that everybody has a phone with them all the time, we've never been more reachable than we are now. So why not be using that medium in order to, to reach out to people? Smile and dial. So the second one, you know, I'm throwing out there is cold calling provides instant feedback on your pitch and approach, allowing you to make adjustments on the fly. You can learn what frustrates people or what gets them to just simply hang up, you know, and you can identify the lonely people that will actually have a conversation with you or even occasionally start a really great conversation with another salesperson who simply wants to sell you. Social selling, on the other hand, often involves minutes or even hours to get folks to like or comment on your posts or respond to direct messages, which can delay instant gratification. That said, you may see a drop in response rates when you switch back to cold calling, but don't worry, it's a numbers game. Gunnar, your thoughts? You know, how many times have you picked up the phone and been either turned off by a cold call or had somebody really good on the phone that kept your attention and made you want to listen to what they had to say. I mean, it's not, it's not dead. There are people who can get very, very good at it. And when they do, it is partly a numbers game, but it's an effectiveness, you know, opportunity as well. Yeah. I mean, Hey, you know, the smile and dial, the, you know, if you do make a hundred calls, Maybe three or four people will answer and maybe one of them will talk to you. But who knows? You know, you can spend eight, 10, 12 hours making phone calls and maybe you'll see something. But because this is just a vintage approach to sales, we should embrace it. Just like everything vintage, vintage, vintage cars we embrace, right? Even, you know, vintage furniture we embrace, we should be 
embracing vintage prospecting. Just what's my old is what's new. Everything old is new again. Exactly. I love it. All right. So this is really my favorite, hands down, why I truly believe everyone needs to stop social selling and start cold calling. Cold calling builds resilience and it helps you develop a thick skin as you'll inevitably face rejection time and time again. This resilience can be invaluable in all aspects of sales and business. Social selling, though less confrontational, may not offer the same opportunities for personal growth. So right there, we should be cold calling. Exactly. I mean, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? Yes. Thank you, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so, you know, the more we get beat up in the field, the more personal growth we'll have. And believe me, cold calling will get you beat up. So the personal growth is much faster than social selling. Oh, no question about it. So the last reason social selling is dead and we're saying long live the cold call is it's a great way to build relationships with gatekeepers. This was one that, you know, when you told me this, I was like, brilliant, build relationships with gatekeepers, the people who are paid to keep you from reaching the decision maker. It makes you feel productive because you've had a phone call, right? So you make 100 calls. If you talk to five gatekeepers, we're at a 5% success rate in our CRM. So that's really important. We have to have as many conversations, even if it's with the wrong people, and the gatekeepers answer. Seriously, this will absolutely help your CRM staff. Oh, no question about it. If If your boss is saying it's about the number of connections that you make, that counts, doesn't it? Absolutely, hands down. Well, this was a great list of why social selling is dead. Long live the cold call. Well, guys, April Fools. Absolutely. For those of you who know me and Bryn, you probably were shocked by the title. And if you really believed it, let me tell you, I've got a bridge I can sell you. Yes. Oh my God. Gunner, that's hysterical. So let's talk a little bit about why social selling may be better than cold calling in the long run. Yeah. And so I think there's, you know, people who know us know there's a lot of great reasons, but they are worth retelling from time to time for those who forget. So the first and foremost one that really stands out is it's scalable. It lets you reach a much larger audience with a single piece of content. It works 24 seven in that case too. And it makes it easier to scale your efforts compared to cold calling, which requires so much one-on-one interaction. It limits the number of prospects you can engage with. What do you think about that? The idea of scaling and attracting people that you didn't even know were, were there is like an incredible thing. Like I, I'm always blown away. I put out content and then, you know, our little bubble will share and engage on that. And maybe I'll send it to a few people asking them for their thoughts around that. But what happens when they engage, it now is showing to their network that they engaged on this content. And so the idea that you can get your message out at scale is a a very powerful metrics here, right? Something that can attract, 
teach and engage a lot more people in a lot smaller investment of time. So yeah, yeah, I think that this is really important. The key though, I'm just going to throw this out is you have to nurture those people just because they liked and commented and engaged doesn't mean that you've earned the right to prospect. So start engaging, find out other content they're sharing on and slowly build that rapport. This is not a sprint, right? In this piece of social selling, when it comes to sharing content, it's a marathon, but you know, it, it pays off, right? Like it, there's, there's a short game and a long game, the long game, this is it, but engage with the right people. And when the time is right, the opportunities will surface. So All let's right. talk about another one. Yeah. And that is, you know, social selling is less intrusive than cold calling and it allows your prospects to engage with the content. And here's the important part on their terms and on their time. So it's less interruptive, less annoying. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of folks that teach cold calling or that love cold calling will say, well, yeah, you're interrupting their day, but you know, that that's good, right? If they pick up the phone, well, You know, we have moved away, I believe, from a positive interruption. The idea that uh, I can bring value in, in a moment when they're focused on something else is really about my agenda, not theirs. It's really, it's not really about me bringing value. It's about me making sure I get them on a call and do my very best to get them to not hang up on me. That whole production in and of itself. But when you're sharing content and you do it well, now it's valuable content. So on their terms, they consume it, they can engage with it, and you can start conversations that are around this topic that they cared about and, you know, that they took the time to consume, as you say, right, in in their own terms. What's number three? I I love this one that you came up with. In fact, it might be my favorite one. And that is when you share valuable content and expertise and insights on social media, you can then establish yourself as a thought leader in your industry. That helps build credibility and trust. I don't know how you can possibly accomplish the same thing through cold calling, Mm. unless people know who you are. And that usually isn't the case when you're cold calling. I agree. This is really, really important. When they're on social, not only are they consuming your content, but they can click to your profile. They can learn a little bit more on their own terms. They can learn more on their own time when this topic is relevant to them. You don't get that in a cold call, even a voicemail. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's you're, they're constantly wondering. Yeah, so I love that. Number four. So, you know, we we talk about making personal approaches to people and, you know, making every interaction count, gathering valuable insights. And I like to call it informed outreach because LinkedIn gives you that ability to know something about the person you're trying to reach. And that helps you even determine if you want to reach out to them in the first place. I mean, so it's it's a whole lot easier than the guessing game of, well, if they pick up the phone, then we have to go through this process and figure that out. I can determine that based on the information I already gathered before I reach out to them. 
You know, this is a vintage approach because we used to. Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. Walk into the office and look around and see, you know, oh, they like to fish in the Outer Banks and he has seven children and he was in the Boy Scouts, right? You were, he went to Rutgers University, right? And you could look around the office in the room and quickly create these rapport building kind of snippets in your head, things that you can talk about that are meaningful enough to your prospect to put on the walls. LinkedIn, is, it's the walls. What If they're putting it out there, it's meaningful enough. Now, while you may not find their fishing trip on LinkedIn, you do see shared connections, people they follow, companies that they follow, content that they've engaged in, and what they say about themselves on their profile. So yeah, I couldn't agree more on that one, Gunnar. Number five. So this one too, I think is very meaningful as a key difference. And that is social selling really helps you in, or encourages you to build long-term relationships. It's mm-hmm. not an instantaneous thing, but it's the opportunity to engage and re-engage over a period of time. Mm-hmm. Think of it like you're going to real in-person networking events and you build those relationships over time. You can just do it in a more scalable way here. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting when you call, cold call someone, maybe you leave a message, maybe they do answer and they talk to you for 10 seconds or 30 seconds. And then you hang up. If you haven't scheduled a sales call, if you haven't in 10 seconds or 30 seconds convinced them that you're worth the time, it's over. Yes, you can email them. Yes, you can. But, you know, the cold call, they're they're done. And by the way, if they're annoyed, you've burnt a bridge. Not the one gunner is going to sell you, but you've, you've burnt a bridge, right? And so yeah. we definitely don't, yeah, we definitely don't want to, to do that. So social selling, on the other hand, you can nurture them over time. It's They continue to see you pop up and bring value. You engage with them. And so over time, I mean, you build credibility, you build trust, and you, you build rapport, and you start to create those relationships, and you have that opportunity to nurture over time. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Six, what's number six, my friend? So, you know, when you think about social selling, one of the greater benefits, too, is that it gives you wider audience visibility and increases the chances that your content will be seen and shared by others. That can lead to greater brand awareness and new opportunities, whether that's personal or company brand awareness, they can both be impacted by that. I struggle to figure out how that can happen the same way with cold calling. I agree. Um, It is definitely a big obstacle in cold calling and social selling certainly wins. On that one. All right. What's our next one? I even forgot what number we're on. Are we on seven? Seven Seven already. Yes. Yeah. So social selling opens the doors to referral opportunities. 
And, you know, through LinkedIn specifically, you can identify who your clients and networking partners know and leverage those relationships to get warm introductions to your ideal buyer. It's a much, much harder thing to do on cold calling than on LinkedIn. But Mm -hmm. again, it's going back to the informed knowledge. You know who they're connected to and you can ask for those invites. I mean, that's the beauty, right? That is absolutely the beauty of it. You can go, I could go in and say, Gunnar, you're connected to these 12 people I'm looking to get in front of. Can I run these names by you? And Gunnar looks at them and goes, these four would be great for you. And I know them really, really well. Now I can either ask Gunnar to make an introduction or permission to drop his name. And so I reach out and I'll say, Bob, Gunnar Hood and I were chatting the other day. Your name came up in conversation when I talked a little bit about what I'm doing he thought it would make sense for us to connect, right? Okay, he connects. Per Gunner Hood's recommendation, let's get on a call. And we schedule it. So I am not anti-call, by the way. I am very pro-call, but I like to have them scheduled. Right, we've got a couple of other things. Hi, Kat. Hi, Bryn. Nice to see you again. I think you were in Philly for a Google event. Yes, I was. Oh, MLM peeps tend to cold call. Many people cold call and many people love it. Well, do it. I don't know if many people love it, but there are folks that are out there cold calling. There are people that teach cold calling. From my experience, first of all, I hate it. So it's not going to be productive, period, because I don't like doing it. Anything you don't like to do, you don't have the right energy. So if I loved it, I may have a totally different career, but because my business grew from referrals and then when I started using LinkedIn to identify who they knew and I got referrals, all of a sudden I thought I never have to cold call again. And every conversation that I have off of LinkedIn or email is scheduled. So I have between four and five prospecting calls on average every day that are scheduled through LinkedIn engagement. And I would say, I, I don't, don't want to say statistics. I make them up all the time. 90% of them take my call, but most of them happen. I'm not, you know, every once in a while, maybe twice a week, I, there's a, you know, a cancellation, but generally those scheduled calls happen. So let's see who else is talking out there. Four or five. Wow. Great hustle. It's not a hustle. It's fun. I put out content. People engage. I look at who's engaging. I actually will proactively reach out. I have a poll. I'll say, hey, Gunner, I want to prospect Gunner. Gunner is top on my list. And I say, hey, Gunner, I am reaching out to digital marketing experts to get their one-click vote on a poll that I just put out. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that you are, are open to voting and then I'm happy to share the results with you uh, once the poll closes. So you can see how your peers or your colleagues right in the industry are voting as well, whatever that looks like. So I'm now getting engagement and then he votes. Maybe I ask the question, um, do you like cold? What is your favorite way to prospect? cold calling, social selling, email, and he clicks on social selling. Now I know his priority and I know how to start a conversation with him. It's really simple. It's really scalable. And I am getting a message through every single time. It's not, I'm not getting hung up on. 
They will read the comment to their comment. They will read a response to a poll that they engaged on already, right? And so you are creating this community of people that are enjoying your content that leads to your solution. Now, you have to slow down your outreach to speed up the outcome. You, you know, just because they liked your post doesn't mean we have permission to pitch them, right? And we talk about that all the time, but it's, it doesn't feel like a hustle. Like hustle to me, you know, the, the Gary V hustle, hustle, hustle for me is drawing negative energy if I have to keep going, keep going. But if it's a game and I'm having fun and I'm enjoying it, I'm so much more productive. I went on and on, Gunnar. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree with everything you shared. And, you know, it is about enjoying it. And like you said, some people really enjoy the thrill of, of cold calling. That's great. You know, if it works for you, keep doing it. But you could also augment it with something like social selling so that you could have multiple channels that could be working for you because cold calling only works when you're doing it. Social selling works while you're sleeping too. That is very true. I have woken up to lots of opportunities to start conversations a few times a week. So I love that. All right, our last one. Number eight, final one. And that is that social selling enables you to reach specific demographics or industries or even specific job titles. And yeah, some people who do cold calling are so yes, you can buy lists that do that. You can, but you are then reliant upon a company's accuracy in building those lists, whereas people who are active on LinkedIn maintain their profiles. So you know it's mostly accurate. So I think it gives you a higher percentage success in reaching the right person using these tools on LinkedIn. I love this. And bonus, let's say you're calling from your CRM and you call and they're like, nope, he does not hear anymore. Take his title. Look it up with the company name and you can see who replaced him or her. So you can, you know, you've got this self-updating platform that when someone gets a new job, there's also a second opportunity. Where did your buyer go? (laughs) Because, you know, they're probably in the same industry with the same opportunity. So I love this. And Gunnar, I have so much fun with you. I enjoy everything that we do around LinkedIn, social selling. And yeah, I'm just beyond thrilled. So um, any last thoughts around April Fool's Day and our little trick? Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're delighted you all tuned in. Hopefully we weren't too misleading about that and you got some value out of the conversation today. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thrilled to have you here and look out for our next live. Don't miss an episode. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. Register for free resources at linkedinlibrary.com. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.